Welcome to the Posh Podcast with me, your host, Mrs. Posh. Thank you for subscribing, downloading, or just simply listening to my podcast. I'll be covering topics on business, mom life, wife life, and everything in between. So stay tuned because you are in for a treat and you'll be getting the truth, unedited version of it all. Thank you. What's up? What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Posh Podcast with me, your host, Posh. So I have here three lovely ladies with me. I'm going to have them introduce themselves. And we're just going to be talking about girl chat. So we're going to find out the life as a teenager now post-pandemic, how it is to be able to kind of like you know, navigate through teenage um, life, you know, talking to boys, just living their normal life, how school is, as well as how, you know, just dealing with everything. Because I know when I was growing up as a teenager, like trying to be able to navigate through life with boys, dealing with my parents, especially my mom, because we were so much alike. We butt heads so much. So, and then like, just, you know, all in general. So I'm going to go ahead and, and pass the mic around. Everyone's going to introduce himself and then you're going to be able to hear them every now and then. Okay. So we're going to start off with the oldest, go down to the youngest. All right, go ahead. Hi, I'm Naya. Hi, I'm Malaya. Hi, I'm Carissa. All right. So those are the girls. So let's start off. Naya, how old are you? I'm 17. Malaya, how old are you? I'm 15. Marissa, how old are you? I'm 14. All right, so we have 17, 15, and 14. So we have a mixture of girls here. So we're going to hear from all different angles how it is, you know, life as a teenager. So let's start off. So how would you say life is as a teenager living post-pandemic? We'll go back to pre-pandemic, but post-pandemic, like how is it? Like, are you, are you guys more like, is everybody more on top of you guys? Are they more like... My parents are a lot more lenient with me post-pandemic. Because I guess before COVID, whatever, I, I can be able to go out. COVID happened, couldn't go out, had to wear a mask, this and that and the third. I guess afterwards, I could go out with my friends, do what I got to do. Friends can come over, sleep over. Um, I can talk to boys now. Without, you know, my mom being afraid that I'm going to get, like, COVID from kissing. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, uh, it was a weird experience. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. So, like, let's just talk to you first. Since you were the first person to talk. So, like, life post-pandemic, like, your parents are more lenient. Like, being 17, like, you know. I know growing up, my mom was never, like, the overprotective person. She let me be kind of like, you know at will meaning like I wasn't like cloaked up you know she was like okay I trust you not to go out there and be like very promiscuous and I don't want to be hearing that you know you all over the place you know so she had that trust factor that I could be able to like you know talk to guys you know and we'll get into the guys later on because everybody got a story but you said like you can talk to guys now so like was your mom very like was your mom very like closed off with you 
not talking to guys? Or did she, you have to be a certain age for you to talk to guys? She had no problem that I was friends with guys, but, like, the talking and the dating, she still doesn't want me to have the dating title. Right. But because she doesn't feel like that title is going to do any good because once you put a title on something, it starts to fall downhill. You get pressured. Right. You feel like you have to live up to something. So she rather me talk to guys or so-called date guys without the title. Right. So I have to find guys that understand that. I mean, does that mean, like, when you say, like, date guys without title, like, just say that you guys are friends? Um, well, with the person I'm with now, we're dating with the title. I just don't tell my mom. Right. That I don't, that I have a title. <laughs> right. Like, so I, like, for me, I think it's the... It's the boyfriend-girlfriend thing that scares her. Oh, their boyfriend-girlfriend, they're going to have sex. It's the sex thing that gets to her. But to me, it's like, once you're talking with a guy, automatically they're going to think, like, you know, that's always in the parent's mind. Right. That you're going to be out there, like, you're having sex. As if you're just, like, a walk-in sexaholic. I feel like you, know what I mean? to, you <laughs> have to bond in the trust with the parent, where the parent be like, okay, you can have a boyfriend. I trust that you will not get pregnant at 17. And I feel right. like my mom does trust that. But it's like, in the generation we're in, you get pressured into doing it. And I feel like she's scared that I get peer pressure very easily right. to do certain things. Because I'm very, I like to try new things. Like, I've done hair color, this, that. Like, there's things I, I shouldn't have tried, but I've tried. Right. Why do you think that you're so, like, I call it, like, out there. Like, you feel like you have to try different hair color. I feel like... It's just me, like, trying to find myself and express myself okay. the best way I can. Because I'm right. still, I may be 17, I'm, I'm, I have to be a legal adult. But I feel like I'm still going to be a child at 18. Because I'm still going to be under my mom's roof or whatever, right. not paying no bills. I'm still trying to navigate and find myself while exploring the world. Okay, so you being 17, do you feel like you're mature or do you feel like you're still immature? I feel like I'm both. It depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're talking serious, like, oh this needs to change, this, that, then I can, we can have a serious conversation, a mature conversation. But if it's like, you want to be petty, um, sometimes I can be mature and be the bigger person and let it slide. Other times, if you piss me off, I'm going to be immature and I'm going to like bark back. But you still have a lot of people like, I have petty moments. So I don't think anybody can ever outgrow being petty 100%. Because my mom still got petty moments. I know she listens <laughs> to this podcast. She's like 55. She still got petty moments. <laughs> Everyone still has petty moments. But... And I feel like you're still, you're never going to be, like, grown. Because you're always learning stuff. Right. And I feel like the older generation, like, our parents, they feel like being petty and being childish makes you immature. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of who you are. You, they are. Like, they do what? What did you they say? They do it a lot. Yeah. But they, they just are, don't know. They, personally, I feel like. Since adults think, like, name themselves as adults, they think that they don't really have to show respect to us. But, right. like, I don't think, like, it's, like, oh, treat me like an adult. But, I mean, just, like, have respect. Yeah, have, have respect. respect for you. What do you say, <clears throat> Malaya? <laughs> About what, exactly? Like, you want them to be able to have respect for you, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like respect goes both ways. Like, if yeah. you're it being does. disrespectful... I'm not saying I have the right to be disrespectful back, but I have the right to stand up for myself and not let you yes. walk all over me. Like, respect that, goes both ways. That happens in school as well. Like, the teachers think they have some type of authority. Like, oh, you're my parent dropped me off. Now you're my guardian until the school bell rings. And you feel like you can talk to me any type of way. 
but that's not the case for me i have taught back or so-called disrespected probably half of the faculty at my school because i don't tolerate disrespect if you're gonna talk to me yeah talking with respect like i'm not i'm not a child i can take i can take your constructive criticism whatever but don't go like you're not gonna go anywhere if this don't happen like who are you i agree with you guys but i agree with you guys because i was dealing with like my mom up until this day married and kids and she's still feel as though she could just talk to me anyway because she's my mom. And I'm like, well, that's not how it goes because not that I don't respect her, but the fact of the matter is that, that um, you know, it's just, it goes both ways. Like how Malay was saying, you know what I mean? So I like that. So what do you think post-pandemic? Oh, um, I feel like I wasn't worried about boys at that time. Mm-hmm. I was not, I I was more of a tomboy, and, like, now, it was because I really cared about people's opinions, but, like, now it kind of changed, like, because I don't really, I don't really care about people's opinions, and then my mom, the whole going out, like, I didn't really go out with people, and she was more on me then than she is now. I don't know why, but that's just how it was for me. What do you mean on you, like? Like, she cared about where I went, and, like, I didn't have a phone for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, once I got a phone, she more of, like, now that I have a phone and, like, she has a way to communicate to me. Right. I mean, I don't really know what her reasoning is, but, yeah. Parents are just naturally just overprotective. They're never going to know. So, and how is it for you post-pandemic? I mean, I feel like it's the same. I feel like I've always had freedom to do what I want for real. I feel like my mom is more lenient than most moms. Um... I feel like I'm a free, free spirit that just does what I want to do most of the time. So I feel like it's been the same throughout post okay. and now. Just before, I couldn't go out like because it was like COVID and it was, like lockdown. But now it's like I can actually go out and hang out with people. That's right. really the only difference. But my mom is on the like, be careful who you're around and like the COVID thing. Like she still cares about it. That's the only thing that she does care about. I mean, why well, don't? But like she more of like wants me to. Like that's her opinion. She I'll never understand why she parents are so everywhere. overprotective. Like, I'll never understand the reasoning why they're so overprotective. You're like, overprotective you trust me. They're your, you're their child. And they're, you but know. when I'm an adult, you're not going to worry about who I'm with because I'm an adult. I feel like it's a raising. I feel like it's a raising thing. Adults can I think it's just like, I think it's just more off. They want to know your safety because everything changed. Your perception changed once you have kids. Like, I've always, like I said, my mom has never been, like, overprotective of me. She just let me go out, and I have, like, that leisure to be able to go out. But me having kids, I feel like I'm just very protected of them because of people. It's not that they don't trust you. It's just that they don't trust the people in the world. A lot is so. going on right now. Everything's a bit crazy right now. A Everyone's lot is going all, on. Shootings like, all the time, all of a sudden. You can't send your like, kids to school without, like, knowing they're not going to come home, like, there's a chance that they might not come home one day, and it's just like, there's nothing. And it's to not do. even that's their fault. That's why I'm my mom, I love you, even after a fire. And that's what it is. And I told you guys, like, I went to Stoneman Douglas, and you went to Stoneman Douglas. That was my old school that got, um, like, you know, there was a shoot up there. So it's just the thought, like, when you have kids, you just never know where they're going to be. Like, you've seen shooting in movies at the mall, the grocery store, so you never know when that may be that last time that you actually see them. So you just want to make sure that they're okay, know, like, you know, where they are. So I think what I have learned 
is you got to like be one step ahead and beat your parents. Like if you're going out, you call them before they call you. And that would kind of like let them like, oh, okay. You know, that was a trick that I learned. You know, like if you are going out, let's yeah, say. Most of the people that stuff happened to them, it's always because their parents like, oh, that's not usual. Like they usually tell right. them like, that's usually how the stories go. Like when their kids get like kidnapped or something like they usually be like oh well it's not normal for her not to come home at this time or not exactly exactly so if you call like like two hours into whatever you're doing like if you're going out to the movies or you're a friend if you just simply call and say hey mom or dad i'm just checking in to let you guys know i'm okay and that kind of resets their you know their time like oh my god okay and they actually start looking at you as being very mature and respectful because they're like oh they actually thought you know, throughout whatever they're doing to be able to take five seconds to call me to say, hey, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Like that. I usually ask her if she wants me to call her when I get to where I'm going or like... I mean, they're going to naturally say yes, but if you do it without asking them, that kind of shows like a a level of maturity. Mm -hmm. And then it's better when you call them versus texting them because anybody can take your phone and text. But if you call them and say, hey, mom, dad, I'm okay. And they're like, oh, okay, good. You know what I mean? Like that. And then they're more relaxed and they're like, okay, fine. You know, and the next time they could trust that you're okay. So that's a little jewel right there. So, all right. So let's talk about the juicy topic. <laughs> let's talk about boys. Okay. So I want to be able to give my synopsis. I know growing up, I've always been very hard on guys. Like even now with my husband, I'm very like, I always tell him the story, like, listen, Growing up, I never, like, I wasn't that kind of girl. I was always, like, guys label me as being, like, very mean. You know what I mean? Like, that they're like, oh, you're so hard. You're always so, like, mean and everything like that. And I'm just like, you know what? Because I know no, they how. They call it hard to get. Like, they they still say that back in the days. Like, oh, you're hard to get. Why are you playing so hard? And it wasn't like that. It was just like, I kind of, like, could read. No, I could read through guys and just be like, I see how your track history is. And I'm not going to be a part of that track history. Track history. People so I was a lesbian for the longest time because I didn't talk to anyone. I was like, wow, like you couldn't just ask me. I <laughs> you didn't have to assume. But they would think that. They would think the worst because they weren't, you weren't like, it's either, here's the thing. It's either going to be like, okay, she's completely a bitch. Or you could be like, oh, she's a lesbian. or no, she does not into guys. Or if it's somebody black, they're like, oh, she's not into black guys. Automatically because you're not, you know. You're not talking to them. Like, oh, she's probably into... I mean, having standards, but they label that as being hard and you're difficult. And I was okay with that because at the time I was just like... And I used to have friends and I would see them like, you know, being very like open and understanding and guys will take advantage of them. And it just didn't end right with them. So I kind of use them as like a model of how I don't want to be. And then for that, guys, when you're labeled hard to get, they try harder. At all costs. It doesn't matter what it is they try hard to get. You know, if you're like, if a guy comes to you and approaches like, hey, I think you're cute. I was going to use that line. I think you're cute. You know what? Do you have anybody? Or I don't know how they talk now, but like, you know, yeah. I'm trying to talk to you. I think you're cute. You want to go hang out sometimes. And now you look at them. And, and the, fir- the first thing they do is be rude and think you're going to, oh, that's cute. Well, the first thing I know, I'm going to say, like, wait a minute. I would not allow anybody curse around me. And I'm like, listen. First of all, I didn't like how you approach. You could turn back around and let's try this again. And they're like, excuse you? And it's either they're going to turn back around and come back correct or they're going to be like, no, you're too difficult. And if yeah. the ones that said, no, you're too difficult, that's definitely the person that I never want. Because, 
you're gonna have to climb through a couple or break down a couple walls to be able to get through me you know what i mean so that was with me like you know i wouldn't really date much so whoever i actually talked to would be like damn she was actually talking to somebody and that person was kind of like on a pedal stool and then if they do one thing that pedal stool is chopped off underneath them and it's like you're done bye you don't get a second chance no that's it because the one thing about guys is that if they work hard to get you they're gonna be able to brag about it and they're going to be like, telling all their friends, oh, that one girl that was hard to get. Oh, yeah, guess who got her? You know, it's me. But sometimes once they, like, get you, like, from so going through all that stuff, they stop trying. But that's why you got to be able to know. You got to be able to know. You got to... To me, they would always say you got to put them through a ringer. You know what I mean? Like that because like you know what the, the test. And then for me, it was like, okay, we're going to date. We're going to really date. We're not going to be able to date. And then, you know, the next minute you might, you know, you might bedroom or something like that. Or you, we kissing in the movie. No, we're going to date because I'm going to bring you through. And then what I usually do is I usually, like how you guys would say, ghost them. <laughs> so I would ghost them first. And they'd be like, oh, she done flipped the entire game on us. And then for them, they were like, oh, did I just get played? You know, and, and that was it. So I would just like talk to them and then i'm just like you know what yeah i just found that so did we Uncle try again or something or how was he did like in the beginning like when we were talking um he i was just like yeah i'm not used to this you know and i kind of like i just went i just completely left he's like different. and he was like is that how you like couldn't get it and i was just like yeah this is this is the how and even up until now i always tell him i'm like I'm different. I don't know if we're two different cultures put in together, but sometimes the way that he talks and the way how he deals with stuff, I'm like, I'm not used to that. So, you know, we butt heads, but then he's just like... He just lets you have it. I don't think he lets me have it because we both, like, <laughs> we're both we're both the same because he's very, like, stubborn and I'm stubborn. Right. So we have to find, like, a mutual ground, you, you know, like that. And... Um, yeah, usually. I'm finally tech. glad. I'm yeah, out the game. <laughs> I'm locked down. <laughs> I'm out the game. So how was it for you being in the game? Um, or before you were quote unquote locked down? Oh, <laughs> I was. I was. Mm-hmm. I was talking these niggas out. Um, for me, the guys that would come to me would either be in my job or at school, and I was always that. Well, I don't even Keys, not to cut you up, but never talk to guys who are at your job. Go ahead. I don't. No, it's be like customers Or at coming. school. <laughs> my customer is coming in. So for me, I always made a pact that I wouldn't talk to guys at my school, and I still don't. But when they be trying to talk to me, I can already sense, like, if you, my school's super small, so I know you've been around. Like, I already know who, you, who you already messed with, whatever, and I'm not going to get dragged into drama. Turn off. It is a turn off when you mess with everyone in the school. For me, I'm untouchable. No boy can ever say, I touched her. No, you didn't. That's exactly what I always tell, I'm like, my husband. You can't like, touch you, me. You, no guy can ever say, oh, I've been with, you know, like oh. that. I've always been, like, that untouchable girl, you know, so I'm I tell him. I can bra- you can be bragging about me, but. He could brag about me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to be like, you know, damn, I, you know, I've been with shit. i like, how did he get her? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, so when I was in the game, I was, I wouldn't say I was just trying to explore, but I was, I was never in committed. I, I couldn't do it. And I think that was 
bothering my mom because when she saw a new guy on the phone every week she was like what is she doing i'm like i had explained to her i'm like i'm in the game i'm not dating i'm not talking i'm just it's just the game right now <laughs> it's just the game don't 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 see don't take it personal and be like you was just talking no i wasn't i wasn't talking to nobody but the guys they would be like you could tell that they were f boys because after like oh you're beautiful you're wait this. what does f boys mean fuck boys oh, okay go ahead <laughs> <laughs> For me, it would be like, you're beautiful, you're this, I want to take you out. Ten minutes later in the conversation, you want to send me nudes? Bruh, what? Yeah. You got to go. You're blocked. And I feel like, for me, at my school, if the I don't like guys who have to get approval for the boys. Right. Like if the boys don't like you or the boys don't find you attractive, mm-hmm. I can't date you. Why do boys even find me attractive? Right. You do know the boys find me attractive. I could take your boys, right? Right. So it's like, that was the type of thing. And I guess... Um, I was a group chat. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think I was in a relationship for four years. I just, I ended it, I think last year. It was with my best friend. Um, we ended it because he moved to California and it was just like our chapter was ready to close. Um, we're moving two different directions. He's in a relationship. I am. Um, it was it was it was different like you could feel it and see it there that this guy was like genuinely trying if i say i don't want to talk he's like listen not talking makes the problem worse because we're not communicating so i guess you know it was different and i was like i'm not gonna find i'm not gonna find a guy like that again until i met the guy i'm with now right he showed me what my ex showed me but 10 times better i get flowers um at my job, we have perverts. He won't let me go to job without my pepper spray or my taser gun. That's really cute. I like that. <laughs> um, if we're fighting, he will always be the first to call. If I'm upset, I'll always be the first to call. There'd be times where he be he took an Uber. He lives in Miramar. He took an Uber because I was sad and came all the way to Coral Springs. <laughs> That's cute. You know, that girl old, though. It does grow old. <laughs> it does. I'd be like, I don't that see girl. So are you, you talk about flowers. Are you a flower girl? Um, like, do you need a guy to send you flowers to validate that they love you? No, I feel like for me, it's always been about action. Speak louder than words. Flowers. You can't always send flowers every time you're mad or you want to express how you feel, you know, be different. Like every guy thinks a girl's a flower girl. Like you can buy me food and I'm straight. Like that, you know, you're a girl in my heart because I, I don't like flowers. I don't like candy. Don't send them. I don't want it. Wings. But if you get me some food, right. <laughs> yes. I don't like fl- if you get me flowers, I'm already going to label you as never call back again. Don't I'm just going to be like, yeah, that's just you not can for tell me. A guy's into you yeah. When if he if he goes like, I'll get you flowers, I'll get you chocolate, you you're the typical, oh, I just want a F boy, like that's it. But if a guy go like, I want to take you out to dinner, I want to take you out to an expensive restaurant. All right, looks like you want to spend money then. Don't I'm- even take me out to a restaurant though. For me, I'm an adventurous kind of girl. So I've always been big on creating memories. So I'm like, I don't want to, I mean, I love food. But I'll more likely like take me jet skiing. Take me things like out of the normal. Like I don't want to go to a restaurant. I don't want to go to a movie. Because when you go to a movie, then it goes to the next step. And I'm like, no. Okay, well, when you live in Iowa, you can't go jet skiing. You can't just be like, hey, I want to go to the beach. Hey, I want to go jet skiing. Hey, I want to like. Your only option really is like dinner. Bro, if that didn't happen, I would You're 14. Especially but, in the wintertime, it really is, like, there's not nothing to do outside. Like, you really, like, you're just going to have to freeze. Like, you just have to 
But what about if he take you like snow sledding or something like that in the winter time? Or like, you know, I don't like, you know. It's yeah. trying. It's yeah. like trying, you know, yeah. make it different than the standard like dinner in a movie because then it's get like dinner in a movie. Then what? Because you're not coming over my house and I'm not going to your house because that's what dinner in a movie leads. Like we don't have that. No, but the, you know, different setting. Over or like pumpkin patch and yeah. stuff like that. Right. Something like out of the, you know, normal. So, you know, how is it for you? What, dating? Yeah. I don't date. I don't talk. I don't, I'm not no in my age stage. No. I'm not none of that. I'm very much single, very much to myself, not talking to anybody. Like, I'm really just done. That's what's going on in my life Have right you now. ever dated anyone? Yeah. And is he the reason why you don't date now? Well, not really. No, not really. How long was that relationship? A lot of questions. <laughs> um, it was like on and off for like a year. Okay. Okay. What about you? Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm very hard to hard to get. So basically, the first boyfriend I ever had, um, that was sixth grade, and I just did it because I felt peer pressured. You know, like we was we friends. hate peer pressure. We was friends at first. Were those kids? We was friends at first, and, like, we would just, like, laugh at stuff and everything. And so people just started, like... And I had the friends that liked to push me around and, like, make you do stuff, but I'm not friends with them no more, but they did that. And so basically, like, I didn't make eye contact with him in the classroom. And the re- the thing that ended it all was he asked for a hug, and I said no because I was scared. And basically, he just started telling people that we didn't date no more because he did that. So then basically, like, I just left it alone. But in that same year, I met... uh. I met somebody at Boys and Girls Club, and I didn't like them. I just thought, like, oh, like, I'm never going to get that. So, like, it's okay. Like, it's whatever. And so, basically, then the next year after the pandemic hit, like, I saw him again during school. And, like, we just, like, started, um, like, talking a lot and him walking me home and stuff. And then we was – so, basically, I knew him for, like, a year, Mm -hmm. for, like, a whole year before that. And so then he started walking me home. And before I even mentioned introducing to my mom, he came in my house and did it himself. Wow. Talk about the guts. Yeah, he did that himself. And so. How old is he? He's 15. Wow. And. Yeah, he. He. She like one thing like my mom, she thought like not until 16. And basically she thinks that he's different and she likes how respective he is. And she's like one thing she always mentions is like how he doesn't go behind her back so we can see each other. And like, right. So he always like he always be like, oh, tell your mom that we're this, that, that. He gets on me about it. So notes to self. This is definitely how it is, guys. Yeah. So that's how it's supposed to be. But. So, but the only thing about him is that he stayed through a lot because I've been through a lot, mm-hmm. like family-wise and all of that. So basically, I have a lot of anger issues. So like I kind of that's get, fine. I get mad at him for stuff, <laughs> but like the good part is he stayed through all of it. So he knows me the most out of everybody, and he's the one that deal with it. So like, but this is what I would tell you with that. There's like a flip side to that because when guys know that you've been through a lot, they can use it to their advantage. So you always have to stay, like, not close down, but always stay with that because, especially at this age, a lot of guys, they can use it to your advantage. So it can go, like, just be open. You know what I mean? Because, like, a lot of guys are like, oh, I know she's been through a lot, and they could use it against you and, like, use it to control you. 
before that, <clears throat> his previous relationship, she was not, not like, no, like, right. she did a lot of bad stuff to him. So, basically, he's kind of the same as me, except I didn't really date nobody. I didn't learn that type of way. So, mm-hmm. he, like, he don't like being pushed away, like, not, like, from doing that. Like, he don't care about that, but, like, he don't like being, like... Like, when I used to be mad, I used to kind of, like, leave me alone. Like, I like staying yeah, to myself. But he got me to communicate. That's good. And it's been a year. Like, he's been waiting that long for me to learn how to communicate and stuff. So, so has he ever peer pressured you into doing something that you don't want to do? No. And we're not talking about sex all the time. No, he's never peer pressured me to do anything. Like, if I say no, he'll just be like, okay. Like, so, like, let's say he was like, okay, if he, for example, like, if he said that you're scared of heights... And you're like, you know, he wanted to go like climb the mountain. Wouldn't he like peer pressure you to do it? No, it would be more like, come on, like I really want you to do it. Like try something new type thing. But like once I like he understand like I'm getting mad about it, like he'll just leave it alone. Like he'll just start asking me what I want to do. Okay, that's cute. I like that. Is that why you're so eager to see him for your one year anniversary? <laughs> Actually, so he thinks, okay, so before I came down here, I didn't know when I was coming back. So basically, I was like, like the first thing I was like, dang, I'm not going to see him for 4th of July, no anniversary. And so basically, we didn't actually, with the label thing, we didn't put a label on it at all. Mm-hmm. So then like people, they kind of did, but like we didn't really care for it. So like we was pretty much the, like friends for a long time. We never put a label on it. But so then... Basically, when we did start dating, it was like a like a long like a year and a couple months before we actually started dating, because I was friends with him for the longest. Yeah. And so like, I just know a lot. I know a lot of stuff about him. He knows yeah. a lot of stuff about me. So we don't really and even in arguments we don't use stuff against each other. Like we. No, like and also, when I get mad, I kind of just like don't want to be told anything, but like now it changed. Yeah. And like for him, since he's been waiting on me to change so long. He, it's like, I kind of like, I'm more used to him being like, more like able to learn faster. Yeah. And then, so he's more like, oh, well, I waited that long for you. So it's like, it's not, it's not going to be a big change that soon. So then I was like, yeah, I understand. Okay. So that's good. Time. So you think that he's very patient then? Yeah, he's patient. Do you think that you're patient? Nope. No. <laughs> Are you patient tonight? I think for me, I am patient, but I feel like since I've been through a lot in my family, I think my dad kind of effed me up with, like, if a guy treats you right, you still got to, like, I don't know. With my with the guy I'm with or talking to right now, like, he does whatever he can to make me feel comfortable, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. But it's like, I still got that dad part of me in the back of my head. It's like, bro, my dad did this, my dad did that. So, like, so, there'd be times where it's like, we went out one time, and he was coming to give me a hug, and I flinched. And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you too why. soon. It wasn't. Yeah, I guess it was like it wasn't that because I we hung out before. I think it was the fact that we hung out with our friends. So I was like, if anything was to happen, I, even though I know it wasn't, I had people there that I trust. But since we hung out by ourselves one time, I was like, yeah, um, put your hand down. And for the whole entire time, I would watch his hands to the point where he just went like this, like on the table, like he wanted me to feel comfortable. And until I felt comfortable, he did not touch me. I mean, that's... Okay, so let's talk about dads. Because I... Growing up, I didn't have a close relationship with my dad. I'm more close to my mom. So, 
I wouldn't talk to my dad at all, pretty much. It would just be like, you know, that's my dad, you know, like that. And I also was raised with my stepdad. So I feel as though I connect more with my stepdad than with my actual dad, you know? And it's like... Mark's dad. But um, growing up, you know, so it was just like, I know my dad and, I, you know, we don't have like a close-knit relationship like I do with my mom. I think me and my mom is so much alike. This is why we butt heads all the time. All the time. Like, we're just like... Eh. So... As of my dad, he's just more like, okay, whatever you want, it's okay. My mom's going to be like, uh, no, that's going to be a negative, you know? So <laughs> how is everyone's relationship with their dad? Anyone want to go first? Um, with my birth father, well, I have a restraining order, so it's not really you know, <laughs> the best. But, my but stepdad, probably not you, but... Yeah, well, it's on... Well, not me, but it's on me. With my stepdad, um... We have a great relationship. I can talk to him about a lot of things. Like, my friends even want to talk to him about advice. I think at one point in time, I would, I was up for, you know, putting the past aside and having a relationship, not like the father, daughter, whatever, with my um, birth father. But it was to the point where I was just like, this is going to mentally hurt me in the end. So I was like, let me not. Because for me to forgive you for everything you put me through, all the hitting, all the touching, all that, it's like, I'm going to forgive a guy who does that. I can't do that. So our relationship is non-existent. He's non-existent. My stepdad, he took me to my first father-daughter dance, which was really special to me. So That's cute. <laughs> we don't have those in Jamaica, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so... We have a very close relationship, even though he is hard on me to be the best person I can. So it's tough love at the same time. So, as Sarah, our relationship is pretty solid. Like, How long did it take for you to like open up to your stepdad? Whew. I met him when I was 10. I'm 17 now. I think I started opening up when I was probably 12, 13 is when he really started to show me that I can count on him. And there'd be times where I, like, I used to tell him, like, please don't leave. I'm begging you, please don't leave. If my mom, you my mom how to fight, please don't leave her. Because right. I can't lose you. So our relationship is, like, pretty solid. Like, pretty solid. That's cool. Do you think that, like, your stepdad would be labeled as overprotective? Or do you think that he's just, like, you know... Because, like, nonchalant. Like, my my stepdad would be, I would call... Not overprotective, but he's just a very serious kind of person, but he's very understanding. And I up to the, this day, I still call him dad. You know what I mean? Like that. So he has just like that understanding thing. Like when my mom will go over the top being dramatic, he'll have more of a level head. So he'll be very understanding. So, that's, that's yeah. Is your birth dad the one that lives in Jamaica? No, he lives up here. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Wow. Yeah. So like, and with my... But with my with my dad, dad, I feel like he's just he's just he he's just very like he's very mellow. He's not the kind of person who would do like scolding. Like if I did something wrong, he would just be like, "Okay, you're my, you know, it's fine." You know what I mean, like that. So he's just actual kid it's more easy for him to like. I mean, not saying that he don't see you as that, but it's like more easy for him to be understanding because most parents, your mom is negative. I think you got it wrong. My stepdad is very, like, he's more strict. My, you know, my real dad is very understanding and calm. Oh, I thought you were talking No, about no. Yeah, my stepdad is the one. If I was to 
growing up, if I was to do something wrong, he would be like, you know, even though like they'll let my mom do like the discipline more of, but he's just more like understanding. Like my my real, you know, my real dad, I guess you could say whatever. You know, he's just more understanding. He's just like, okay, she did something wrong. Yep. Whatever. You know. My mom on the other side. We'll get to the moms afterwards. But in terms of dads, you know, I think dads are just like, I, I think they're overprotective and like my both my real dad and my stepdad, when I got married, both of them walked me down the aisle because I respect both of them. And it's kind of like with dad, I mean... They're just like there. They don't really care per se. You know, what I mean? it's not like they don't get along. You know, they don't get along, but they're just like you know, whatever. They're like cool, you know. So, but dad, stepdad, they're just like whatever. Okay, you know, you kind of have them wrapped around your finger. You want this? They'll be like, all right, get it. You know, but not just in- excessive. We'll get to the moms later on. <laughs> what would oh. you say about your dad? I haven't been with my dad since I was four because I got adopted. So basically, it's just me and my mom. But my relationship with him, I mean, he's way more cooler than my mom about a lot of things. They usually are. But when it comes to boyfriends, he he's like, I don't like, I mean, just a year doesn't change stuff because I always have that thought in the back of my head. Like, even though we've been through a lot, there's still something that could happen. Like, it's not always 100% sure. Like, it's just a trust that you have with whoever the person is. And so, basically, he, like, he keeps saying, like, he want to meet him, but, like, he don't. Like, at the same time, I think that's just him putting up a fight, but I don't think he really cares for real. And plus the fact that I think if my mom, mom and my foster mom, like, are okay with it, especially my foster mom, because she don't do boys at all. Like, she didn't for the longest. But... Since he, like, was so respectful and, like, you know, she knows him better than a lot of people do. And that's why her opinions never changed. Okay. My relationship is so, it's good. I mean, yeah. It's better than it was in the past, so it's okay. You get free will, you got a car, bro. It better be good. (laughs) Camaro. Camaro. That was from my mom, not my dad. She got the dog. We're, We're talking about dad. Yeah, my dad got me a dog. Um, he's cool. We're both just like. My little people. Yeah. So we don't really like talk too often. It's not that we don't talk. We just don't talk that often. We're both very like straight faced people who don't like. <laughs> like when he tells me like. You guys don't force conversations. When he tells me I'm wrong, I just be like, no. I'd be like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. I am right. It's <laughs> only one way. I'm not to argue with you because like, we fight. That's pretty much how it, it for those of you guys don't know, like Malaya is my stepdaughter, so her dad is my husband. But I could definitely see what she's saying. But go ahead. Like, I don't know. He's better now, I guess. I don't know. We just weren't close growing up because of reasons, but now I see him more. Um Which is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to open up and do better, but I'm just not, like, an open person, you know? Very closed off. And I could definitely agree with her because, like, for example, like, I met your dad when you were nine? When you were were nine, and he really wanted, honestly, to create a better bond with you. 
So he tries so hard, but he's just not, his communication skills is not the greatest. So we just don't like, but that's what, that's what I tell him. I said, you have to be able to learn how to communicate. And I think that's, that's something that he's definitely working on. And he is very, like, he's trying to be a better communicator, even with me. So I could def- I always tell him and I get on him, I said, you have to be able to talk more with your daughter. Like, you got to be able to communicate more. And I think that he doesn't know what to say. So from, like, your perspective, you might have to just open up to him more, even though it should be the opposite way around. As a parent, he got to be more. But I told him, I said, I'm a- you got to take accountability. You have to be able to open up more to her. Like, he might not know, like, the current lingo. Like, has anybody, like, your parents trying to talk to you, like, in like a lingo and you're like what are you saying like please stop you know they just try to be like i I just i just you know tell him i was like just be yourself and just talk to her but he doesn't know what to say so you got to be able to help him oh i don't know either like i'm not like a talking open person like i don't really just when i first met her she just looked at me yeah like i'm not like an open person like i'm not the type to be like they're both the same so that's what happened so we both just sit there and stare and it's just like Bro, I he, he, went down, I he tries. I've seen it. He tries to. He tries so much to be. It's a two way street, though. Like if he's if he's giving you an inch or whatever, you gotta meet him in the middle. It's like that was the thing with me and my dad, my stepdad. We always had to meet in the middle. I did not like to talk to him about nothing. That's so true. You have to because he would be trying to pull things out of, and I'm like, and I used to just be like. Would you spit something out or something like that? No, I literally am trying. But also, I don't live with them either. So I live with my mom in a whole different state. So it's not like we see each other all year round either. So it's like a month out of the year where we see each other and like talk. And it's just it's like, I don't know, I'm growing up and like he's not around. So it's just like, it is what it is. I think if he, because he has the privilege to be able to always travel to see you. Yeah. And he just feels as though... And I think this is something that, you know, I see that, you know, he wants to be able to open up and like, you know, get close to you, but he just doesn't know how. So you definitely have to help him because he would try like, you know, he would try to come. And then once you shut down, then he, you guys are the same, the two of the same person. So you shut down, he shut down and then nobody gets anywhere. I'm like, yeah, somebody got to open up. So, you know, eventually over time, I think. I think what he wants ultimately, though, coming from my perspective, he wants to be able to have that close-knit relationship because he loves seeing you. And when he sees you, it just, like, like butterfly goes off in his, you know. And, and yeah, he, he like, he, because that's his daughter. You know what I mean? Like that. And you're, like, his firstborn. So he is really, and he wants to be very connected to you. We know what happened, why you guys weren't, you know, close in the past. But that's something that has been very, like, for him that, you know, he regret, but you got to move forward. I can tell him every day, you got to move forward. You can't just be stuck in the past. So he's trying. He's open. It kills him that, you know, you guys are not close. But I don't think, apart from, you know, one person in our family that has, like, a really close relationship with their dad. But, I mean, most of the girl dad relationship is very like you never find a girl and a dad have like a really strong relationship and we'll talk about the moms after but i feel like dads get left out so we gotta show the dad but we gotta show the dad's love like i like this is one thing i always say if your dad is still alive and they're making an effort 
trust and believe you should because you never want to know. You never want to be that person say, damn, I wish I had made that extra effort mm-hmm. to be able to. It doesn't matter if, you know, parents are not perfect. And you got to keep in mind that one day, maybe you're going to become a parent. And if you mess up, do you want your kids to like hold like a grudge towards you forever? No, because my, my foster mom, like there's been times that I wanted, that's the difference because she's my foster mom, not my mom. So I could automatically like not want to, which that is not a good thing. But like there's been times where I wanted to leave and like she'll sit up there and be like, okay, under like it takes for us to be like mad at each other and somebody else has to get us to talk it out for her to understand. Cause like, she'll be like, Oh, well like I understand and we can work it out together. And like, the first time I got into one of those with my mom recently, she don't she don't want to like it's not that I'm mad at her because like I be in the wrong too, but like it's just the fact that as a mom she should be able to be like okay I'm in the wrong I'm sorry but you True. still called being disrespectful like she could tell me she could say sorry and then say I was being disrespectful but that's the difference between her and my foster mom she actually my foster mom actually tries that's good that's good they try to be able to and it's hard for parents to say I'm wrong. Because I have my son, and sometimes he's like, Mom, you're yelling at me. And I'm like, Anne? Yeah, you know? So it's like, it's really and truly, you have to like step back and be like, Damn, I, I wouldn't want my mom to yell at me like that. So. But I think it depends on how big the mess up is. I feel like parents, what they don't understand is, okay, you messed up, and that's okay. But I don't think they ever think of how. What they did impacts the child, yeah. like which is true. Like what you did impacts me in my life and how I feel about feel about things and like certain people. So even if it is in your past and you don't want to talk about it, we need to talk about it because it's something that happened and it affects how I think about people and how I think about you as a person. Yes. So it's something we should talk about. Even it's, it's like I'm trying to throw it in your face to make you feel bad about it, but it's just like, it hurts. Yeah. Exactly my point. <laughs> but like you know what? To be I honest. Like, I like family they think just because they're family it like they could do it just because they're family which that's like that's not how it is at all because just because you're my family that makes it 10 times worse because i care about how you feel and what you say so like i literally like sometimes it hurts my feelings that they say like stuff that they say because it even though you're my family it still hurts to hear it from you out of all people which is true it's like and that's so true like you know like I said, like my parents, they split and my, I had my stepdad, but it's just like I, back that time, I don't think I really focus on splitting. Like who cares? Whatever. But like when they do certain things, like you have to be able to fess up to it. You have to be able to take accountability and be like, you know what? Damn, I messed up. And you have to be able to. Oh, and then sometimes you got to ask them, how was your relationship with you and your parents? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that, like I ask my mom that all the time and we're going to get into the moms after, but let's just wrap it up on the dad. But, um, what you can do is you can ask them how was their relationship with their parents. And then that will make them kind of like think, and then they'll look at the situation with you and them. So uh, let's get into the moms. Oh, hold on. Let let's 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 throw, make sure there's holy water and there's enough room for everything with the moms. Okay. Uh-huh. With the moms, with the moms, with the moms. All right. So, before we wrap up on the dads, who would say like okay? So I guess Nay, you and your stepdad are you know you guys have a good relationship now. So you guys kind of like, you know, 
do you think that there's growing moments between you two? Like, even though you guys, quote unquote, have a good relationship, do you think that, you know, if you were to like, let's say, for example, if you were something happened, who would you go to first, your mom or your dad? See, I can't even answer that because like if I if I was to tell my dad something, he would automatically tell my mom like that's the relationship they have is there's no secrets and we don't have any secrets. But it's like I go to my dad first about a lot of things to see how I should approach my mom on things facts so it's not because i feel like there'll be times where i get in trouble with my, with my mom i'd be like can i go out and she'll start screaming i'll be like dad how do i post the situation so she will let me go out so for a lot of things i go to him first it's not that i would call him first but i'll be like how do i approach the situation to the point where i can call mom and be like mom this happened i need you to come get me this and that so i feel like we do have a lot of growing moments like um for me i've never Everyone always thinks um, when you bring a guy home, they always have to get past your mom. Ah. For me, it's on. It's the dad. It's the dad. <laughs> like you, it. Yeah, the mom. She's gonna be hard on you as well. But it's like she's gonna. She wants to see her daughter happy, so she's gonna give you that benefit. That oh, my daughter's happy with you. Let me give. Let me put that into the like placement consideration. But my dad, I've never brought oh. anybody <laughs> around my dad. This will be the first person I've ever brought around my dad in 17 years. Do you think that he will, like, grill them? Um, you know what I mean? Like, that grill them or, like, turn well, them... For them, it's, it's quote-unquote, toughening them up. <laughs> for me, my dad is a very good uh. person. He's not going to be rude. He's not going to be disrespectful. He's not going to be like, oh, you're not good enough or whatever because... At the end of the day, everybody has a past. Everyone has a history. You can't judge anyone off of that. You're, you should judge the person of who they want to become and what they're doing to become that person. But they don't really know them like that, like how you know them. So, like, right. that's the leeway because you got to keep in mind, when you, by the time you're bringing somebody home to your parents, you already know that person. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. So, they're starting to get to know them. So, like... I always give my parents the rundown of that person. Like, I mean, you background. get the rundown, but, okay, let's point it. And I'm being... I'm playing devil's advocate here only because you can look at it both ways. When you get to know a guy for the you know, in the beginning, you're trying to know them. So, let's say your friends are like, oh, you know, nay... Here's this um, guy right here, because I've known him for a long time, and this is the rundown of them. You're still trying to get to know them. Right. So you're going to be able I to say, okay, I first. appreciate the information that you're giving me, but I want to know them. So that's like how parents are like, okay, that's cute that you guys, you know, know each other and everything, but I'm trying to get to know them because now I have to be able to trust them to be able to be with you and make sure that their intentions are pure. You know what I mean? Right. So... Anybody else about dads? Um, really, I I have a good relationship with my dad. It's just the book, like, cause I've gotten told, cause I don't really remember when I was little. So all I've pretty much gotten told is that like I used to sit on the couch with my dad, be around my dad all the time, and like even now I do. Like I still like Are your daddy's girl. Every, yeah, every like wherever he goes, I want to go to. Like I just like being around my dad, and he's way more chill than my mom. It's just when it comes to the boy, like my mom, like. We'll get into arguments, and I'll tell her about it, and they're, like, they agree with, like, if I'm in the wrong, she'll agree with him, and, like, you know, but, like, I like that, though. Like, I don't like being told that I'm in the right when I'm not, because then that makes me look like I'm stubborn, and, like, I just want to be right all the time right. when I don't, so. You That's know, good. I don't really have anything to say. Wow. Yay or nay for your dad. Yay or nay. Yay. He's, he's good. 
That boy bought you a dog, damn it. <laughs> He's good. Uh, there's more to it than that. You don't know the whole story, Shorty. But he's good. Yay. Yay. Okay. He's good now? Yeah. He's good in your book? Yeah. Good job. I think there could be more room for improvement. Mm-hmm. For I think there's room for every relationship. I, there's every relationship. Like, up until this now, I am... I'm 33. Yes, listeners, I'm 33. It don't matter. I'm going to be 34. But it is what it is. But I feel as though, honestly, I have never, and I feel bad sometimes because I have never tried to be able to grow that relationship with my dad, dad, not my stepdad, with my dad. Because I feel like if you come between my dad and my stepdad, I will probably more likely say something to my stepdad than to my dad. And I feel bad because... He don't really know how to be able to grow the relationship. And I'm just like, well, I, I just, got, I don't got a time. You know what I mean? Like that. But I feel as though like looking back and I'm like, damn, you know, how can I make this possible? But he's not even pushing out the effort. So I'm just right. like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, you just feel bad for them. You know what I mean? So I'm like, would I probably try to put out an effort now? Probably not. <laughs> but... Um, hopefully, I still care. I love my dad, and I, you know, and I know the thing about it is that I know he loves me deeply because, like, you know, I'm his daughter. But at the same time, I just feel like, you know, how you have some people like, oh, I have a cute relationship with my dad, we love each other, and I'm like, yeah, like I said, we never went into (laughs) father daughter dance, we don't have that, but. I mean, that didn't make or break it for me. There were so many times that, like, both of my parents, because they're not, they're not right at all, but mm-hmm. there have been multiple times where, like, they'll say, like, I'll count on them to do so. Like, my dad was supposed to take me to one of those before, and it didn't happen. So it's not that, like, I don't care about them no more, but I don't expect anything from them because of what I've learned from them. I mean, that's true. Like, I think once your parents kind of, like, let you down in a way... And it's so, like like I said, we put dads on a lower pedestal than we do moms. And if, if we have any listeners who love their dad, like, exit now. <laughs> but we put dad, honestly, just naturally on a lower pedestal than we do moms. Like, mom is on a pedestal all the way up to heaven, and dad is just like, well, you know. It's not even that they're on a lower pedestal. It's just that I feel like dads, it's not even that they don't love their daughters. They do. I feel like they just don't try as hard with their daughters as do, like, those boys because they're boys. My I one thing like about dad, the mom like take over when it's like with the girls. That's true. That's so true. Like my dad and my brother have a closer relationship, and that's his stepson than me and him. Go figure. So it, it is what it is. I, I I don't try to figure it out. I think like oh, I gotta make sure. I think what Malaya is saying is that. They do. Like, dads and boys have a close relationship, and girls, they're just, like, gender. It's kind of like sexist. It's like, oh, you're you're a girl, you know, your mom will handle you because you're going to be going through mood thing, swings and periods and boys, yeah. and I don't know how to deal with that. So, over there. While boys are just like, okay, I got to show you how to toughen up. And, you know, but you kind of still, like, model your boyfriend after your dad. One thing I don't like about parents is that, like, with the whole boyfriend, girl, boyfriend, girlfriend, and boy thing is, like, the whole 
having a girlfriend boyfriend thing the dads like hate the thought of it but when it comes to their boys like they're like oh yeah just oh, be careful that that's thing. sexist if you ask I hate me that <laughs> thing. it's like you know with guys it's just like oh yeah go ahead you know be, be careful. yeah be careful girls just like okay where's my shotgun uh, we're about to kill somebody right now <gasps> yeah yeah so they, they definitely all right let's have a moment of silence before we talk about mom <laughs> And I, I don't know who's going to be able to want to start this subject first, but, um, okay. Hold on, hold on. You know, yeah. All right. So let's talk about mom. I'll go first okay. and then just to break the ice. Okay. So me and my mom, like I said, we have a really tight relationship. I can tell my mom any and everything like, you know, we can have an open conversation and, it's kind of like a good and bad thing when you're so much like your mom because it can get crazy and it can be good. So it's kind of like up and down moments, you know, like you could call, I could call my mom and be like, oh, you know, talk to her like one of the girls. And then at other time, like she's scolding me and she's hitting me and I'm like, this is not how, this is not how it's supposed to be, but you know, whatever. So... How is your relationship with you and your mom? Um, me and my relationship with my mom, it was great at first. Like, that was my best friend. We did everything together, TikToks. I taught her, like, the logos and everything, <laughs> the slangs and whatnot. And then, of course, teaching the locals. I thought I was grown and I did something I should have not done. Which is? I brought a boy in the house. Ooh, with wow. her permission, The fam- his family came over and, um... He thought he was big and bad with my brother in the house, and we all know Nicholas. Um, he put a hickey on my neck. And, I remember this. Oh. And my mom did not like it because if she was like, you're disrespecting my house, like if you were going to do that, do it outside of my house. Like I brought you in my house. I respected you. I cooked you food, all this kind of stuff. And the first thing you do is suck on my daughter's neck. And my mom was furious. <laughs> And I and I think the thing that she got upset about was that we had such a great bond, and I looked her dead in her face, and I said, it was a bug bite. That broke her, because I sat, we were really close, and now we're building our bond again. Like, it took us a little minute. This was last year. It's been a minute, because we're always on and off. I think it was to the point where I was like, I was trying, and I wasn't getting the same effort back so I stopped trying and I started doing bad things again I was like bro you're not helping anything you're not trying to fix anything so I'm like why does it matter but now it's like I miss the relationship I have with my mom so I let her in like I'm letting her meet the boy I talk to I'm letting her talk to his Haitian mother that is going to be a scary conversation because she doesn't agree with titles either so they're alike so I feel like if they'd be like you know what I'm glad we're on the same page I feel like it's going to bother me. That I feel like my mom knows I like this boy. So I feel like she'll vouch and be like, they can talk, whatever. Like, they're just going to have boundaries. But I feel like she'll push for the fact that, like, no distractions. They shouldn't talk. So, like, it's going to be a weird conversation for me. He's scared. I'm not scared because I know my mom. She got my back. But it's like, I think that lady's a, she's interesting. She defends her son. But I feel like she scares me just a little bit, just a little bit. So, in hindsight, do you feel as though, like, now you can go to your mom about anything? I can go to to my mom about stuff that are not foolishness to her because you know my mom. She 
believes in principle. Like, right. if I call and be like, I want to hang out with my cousins, the first person she calls is you. Right. Because you're the adult. I'm not making plans with them. I'm making plans with you to go see them. Right. So it's like, she's all about principle. She's like, you can come to me, but don't come to me about foolishness. Don't come to me about no boy and, he, and what he did was foolishness. I don't want to hear about it because I'm like, you should know better. You're smarter than that. Don't do that dumb. I mean, I feel as though, like, that... Do you think that could be, like, a, a growing thing? Like, a room for growth? Because I, I feel like if she has that open communication with you, then you could be able to, like, you know, go to her about stuff. Like, I could talk to my mom about, you know, everything anything. I don't because it's a boundary line. Like, you don't want to tell your mom that you're having sex. <laughs> but, you know, obviously they're going to know. But I'm just saying, like, you know. You get that sex glow. You know, yeah, for parents, they just don't. You know, even though you're married and kids, they just don't want to know that. They don't want to know about your sex life. They, yeah, they did. Just keep that talking. But I think... But those, they could talk about boys yeah. and who you like and, I totally you know, understand. they they want to be able to have that. So that's good, especially moms. You know what I mean? Like that, they want to get all the tea. You know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, like, my mom always says, like, we're not friends because she's mom first. In my head, she's like thing. my friend. But it's like, you have to be able to trust your mom and still respect her. But still be open. So it's kind of like, it's such a weird mix. It is. Because she's like your friend, it. and then she's your mom, and then you're like, I respect you. And then I'm like, girl, hold on. It's <laughs> like, okay, if I got, oh, my bad, you're not girl anymore. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I do that with my mom sometimes because the way I talk, I used to talk to her like it, but now like she turned into, it's like the the times that I, like she's talking to me like a mother, it's like my, oh, she's my mom. Switch doesn't go on. So I'm right. like, first of all, don't talk. Like yeah, that. Girl, I, hold on. And I, I'm like, I, oh, that, mom, my bad. And, I'd be like, and she's like, who are you talking to? I'd be like, I was talking to my friend. Like, she's right next to me. Like, that's what we <laughs> so that's be the things that I'd be doing when I'd be, like, catching myself. Because, like, she'll be saying something. I'd be like, first of all, don't talk to me. Like, And I'm like, damn, why am I talking to this woman like this? Like, she, I came out her vagina. Like, let me stop. That's my mom. Pretty much. <laughs> but it's like, I have to, I, I, it's a switch that you, it, you have to balance it out. And you have to know My mom to always reminds on. me who's, you know, who birthed who. I didn't birth her. You know what I mean? Like, she, she always reminds yeah, me. Yeah, you have to like, know. Like, I didn't birth switch. her. She birthed me. So, you know what I mean? Like, that respect. But, like, you get so comfortable talking to her about stuff that you forget that it's your mom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what do you sometimes sometimes you say a little bit too much sometimes but like not like bad wise but just like sometimes i'll tell her something and then it'll switch like me from telling her to her getting on me about it when i right. just be trying to tell her yeah that i yeah that's that's the boundary line you know what i mean like oh mom girl how you doing <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think your relationship is with your mom um, it depends on what you're talking about. You mean like, like real mom or mom. Well, my real mom, our relationship isn't the best right now, but like she well, from what we've been through, her her trying to like wow, her trying to <laughs> confess to me is like giving us stuff like to like to own up to like what she hate did. that. Instead of just being the mom, like I hate that. Taking the role that she was supposed to be. And then my foster mom, 
my relationship with her is good. It's just sometimes like she she overly tried to like since she does since she's never took time to actually know who I am as her daughter. She's more like overprotective, so like nothing happens in general. So it just right. don't have to happen. But like now she's more like she watches what she says because like sometimes like I'll be like oh like mom you're being rude like right. you're being mean to me and she'll be like like at first she'll be like no I'm not like she won't care and then like after a while like she'll be like okay I'm sorry for how I was acting and stuff she kind of like fess like to me I think that's like uh I don't say a big pet peeve but I just don't like when parents kind of like put a band-aid over getting to know their kids by giving them stuff I feel that's like the wrongest thing that any parent could do like by giving you anything you want, it's not letting it's like not for me. for me it's like it's not letting everything be okay. You're just giving me whatever I want, and you still don't commute. You know any line of communication like just giving me stuff. It doesn't fix anything. It's just gonna. I wouldn't have all this stuff, but I still don't have a communication with you. So, you know, with that, how's your relationship with your mom? It's good for the most part. It's on and off. But mostly good. She's just a hypocrite sometimes. Mm-hmm. Isn't all moms hypocrite? <laughs> like she's like a hypocrite. But it's just like, like girl, look at like, how look at how you would do it before you get mad at me. I mean, like, I could understand like, oh, I don't want you to do what I've done because, but like, you gotta explain it like that. You can't just automatically be mad because then it's gonna make us be like, oh, well, you did it. So she just parents are like. I don't know, it's like, I'm not even, like, you're ten times worse than me, but you get mad at me for the littlest things, like, it's okay, like, I'm a kid, like, I'm gonna do stuff, I'm gonna mess up, I'm gonna try new things, like, there's no need to be hypocrite about it when you literally did the same stuff ten times worse, like, just cut it out, there's no need to be hypocrite about it, like, it's okay, like, I understand, like, that parent, like, getting in trouble and having boundaries, but, like, don't overdo it, you know? But do you feel as though, because they may have, I feel like, like, because they probably like walk that road that they know how the outcome is so they try to be able to prevent you from going down the yeah, same path they, they do explain it like that like they have to tell us like oh well i've been through that so it's not the same i like instead of just coming at me yelling at me for it you could just like explain it how you've been through and what it caused so we can understand that and it's either they do it and go behind your back and do it or they don't but like okay so devil's advocate here if your mom was to come to you and said i started dating when i was your age and this is how it turned out with that and that you you know don't start dating so early would you stop dating well for me it would be like i have that thought in my mind so once i go through it and like it's like riding a bike you have to keep trying so like i can try and then if it don't work out, I can understand where she's coming from and know what happened. But in, there's a saying where you don't always have to go through the experiences to learn from it. Like, you know, you can learn from other people's experience. What the situation is. So if they said don't smoke, would you smoke? Mm. It just depends on... Is we're talking about smoking. I mean, Why not? I... I mean, that's. I tried it. Like, I told my parents, okay, my mom, she likes me to let me experience things, but I have to talk to her about it first. Like, if I would be like, I want to try smoking one time, I'm not trying to be addicted or anything. I just want to, like, I want to know what is the hype about. Why does everybody in God's name is so addicted to this crap? So I'm like, like, can I. But what smoking are you talking about? 
probably like vapes and carts and stuff like that. But that's new, so she probably wouldn't have been used to that. Like, like straight weed, like or yeah, like. So she'll be like, "Why?" Different conversation for me. We talk and whatever. I probably tried the vape. I didn't like it. Like I like the flavor. Like there's flavors, Mm -hmm. but it's like I wouldn't do that on a daily basis. I just don't see a point because it. I did it one time before my soccer game. I was howling like a freaking baby, and I didn't make. I missed my shot, and I was like, "All right, I'm never doing this again." Because if I want to go, if I want to go pro soccer or anything like that. My lungs can't be messed up. You play soccer? I play soccer and I run track. My opinion on the cigarettes, anything with that in it, I don't like it. I don't even need to. I see how it affects adults. I see how they do it all the time and how they be like, oh, don't do it. I don't take it from their perspective, but, like, when I see on TV, like, the people with the holes in their necks and, like, all that, like, it makes me be like, it kills them. But in that aspect, you're not going to see all, you're not going to see all experience on TV. So sometimes the parents are trying to be able to tell you because of their experience. You know what I mean? So And then with the whole other one, that one personally I have a different opinion than that and it's What not, other one? It's not necessarily about being What other one are you talking about? Weed? <laughs> I mean marijuana mary j what do you you know you don't have to say weed so strong so anyways my opinion on that is it's not always done to just be doing it because other people done it or anything like that it's done because sometimes when i'm really like angry or stressed out sometimes but it's not like i spend all my, my all my money goes through that or like if i don't have money i don't fiend to get it but here's the thing though i know growing up in jamaica somebody like kind of spiked somebody's weed so maybe maybe that's what they're they're trying to prevent you from because you know what you're looking out for you know do you know if somebody was to spike your you know your weed or it's kind of like when you start going to clubs somebody can put like you know date drugs in your drink you know what i mean i don't do do that with other people it's usually by myself and like the in the one of the people that i get it from is my family so there's not no like trust issue right there yeah no and i feel like he wouldn't do that to me and i have that trust with my cousin so there's no and personally like it just depends on how you come off to me about it and it just like once i get older that's not gonna be a thing because i'm worried about basketball and track and i'm probably gonna play football this year so i'm not really worried about doing that all the time and like i'm most definitely haven't done it for a while and it hasn't affected me like i don't need it that bad so it just like You're not addicted uh, to it. Yeah, no. Like so it Like my grandfather. Depends, it just depends on yeah, it just depends on you and your mindset. If you if you think that you can't live without it, that's you. Like me, I already know like when anybody like just about cigarette, you you you're not actually yeah. addicted to it. It's just who you are and how you feel about it. No, actually some people are really addicted to yeah, cigarettes. Like some people are, but like it just depends okay. on your mindset. Like me personally, I feel like if I did that, even though I don't like it, like, I feel like just because I don't like it, I wouldn't be addicted to it. And I honestly don't like it in general because I feel like, like, even with cancer, how hard it is. To Absolutely. Cancer, I yeah. would never want to have cancer just because of wanting to try that. Yeah, that's not, it's not worth the risk of getting cancer because of one, you know, stupid thing. You know what I mean? So. And then the other one, honestly, 
one thing about that is it's natural and, and and one of the things about that is when people and parents including when you constantly like try to make it seem so bad and you finally try it and you're like oh it's not that bad so let me go on and try this like me i'm mature enough it's kind of like having sex if parents tell you not to do it yeah like i'm i'm more mature so i'm not gonna go try other like harder substances but like i know i'm at i just want to stay there i just want like, right. to do where i'm at other like it's just like kids like me personally i'm not a normal kid so i know where like i know how to deal with things better i think you're normal kids. And so, <laughs> and so when it comes, no, I'm talking about like when it comes to big situations, like oh, okay. I handle I it, like I handle it better than like other kids, I would say. Right. You're very like mature about it and you'd be able to. Yeah, like not necessarily things. all the time am I mature, but when it comes to serious things, like she said, I'm more on it and paying yeah. attention to what it is. But yeah, like I wouldn't like, but that's just how, how it comes off to other kids. Like you're telling me not to do it. And then when I tried it, it wasn't so bad. It makes me want to try other things. Other things. I feel as though you're very mature and, um, yeah, you could be able to, I think a lot of kids are more mature than what their parents feel and give them props to, you know what I mean? Like that sometimes a kid can be mature than the parents in some aspect. We're not trying to like, you know, build you guys ego up. But because you guys haven't been through a lot of experiences, but you know, you guys can see things from a different perspective. So, one thing for parents, one thing that parents need to know for the overprotective thing is personally, it didn't affect me like that. But when you're overly overprotective, that pushes kids to do stuff, anyways. It definitely does. There's so many kids that that are rebellious, yeah, that they're it makes them rebellious because you don't want to let them do nothing, no try nothing, no none of that. Like, I had a girl, when I was in middle school, her mom was, like, a police officer. And we used to go out to party and stuff like that. Her mom would tell her, go home and read a book. Um, You're not going to be able to do it. And now she's, like, rebellious. Like, she's, I think, psychology. What is the word? It does, but but what happens if they tell you the reason why they say no like my mom would tell me and it comes off respectfully like not no oh you have to be respectful to me but if it's like a way for me to understand especially because i'm a kid so you, I'm not gonna understand everything you say. So if you explain it, it will be easier for me to understand why you don't want me to do it. Like growing up, we're Jamaican, so my mom would just be like, "Well, I don't feel good about it, and I had a dream, and that means that when they say that they have a dream, that means that you're just gonna, you know what? Just don't even try, pack it up, because if you do and something happen, it's just on you. Then you know what I mean, like that. So once. Growing up in the um, Jamaica, once your mom said, "Oh, I had a dream. That's it. Don't even, you know, just you know what, girl." Yeah, sometimes do they be saying that or no? no well, oh, they're no, they're being serious about it. Usually, when like, you be right, it's the crazy part. That's the thing about it. Like when they have like a feeling and they can't really explain it, and they tell you like, "I don't feel good about it." Sometimes you just listen, just said, "Okay, fine," because usually if you do push and go, something bad happens, and then you're like. never let you live it down so just like if they like i said most of the time my mom is very like open like go ahead you know that's fine go out but when there's a feeling where i don't think you should go it's not that i want to 
hold you hostage is that I don't feel like, you know, something in my spirit just said, you know what, don't let her go. You know what I mean? Like that. And they can't really explain it. You just have to trust that, you know, there's there's a reason why. So I think that's how I am with going to be like, you know, with my kids, it's like you, I, you're very, you know, go ahead. There's no restriction. But if I'm like, you know what? No, not today. Not this one. Just no. There's, you know, you can't For always me, explain I everything. I convince my mom to let me do stuff. And then in the end, when I convince her to go and I still don't end up going, something happens that I missed. Like right. something bad happens. I'll be like, damn. Thank God. Thank God. Like, thank God. Like, thank God I didn't go. And it was just like, shit. Like, I should just listen. Like, I was, <laughs> I was. I wanted to go to a party. My friends were going. I was like, I really want to go. And my mom was like, you know, like I said, she was, I can go to any party. There's one party I didn't end up going, and there was a shootout. Who knows what could have happened? No one died, but then you never know if the straight bullet could have hit you or something like that. You're like, damn, thank God I didn't go because this could, you know. But on that, on the, on that topic, has your mom ever told you not to try smoking or anything like that? She didn't have to because I never wanted to. I never drink or I never smoke. It was just never my you thing. Went to the party just to hang out with your friends. Pretty much, I I I was the life of the party. I would dance. I would dance because I could dance. <laughs> but smoking and drinking wasn't my thing. But I have a question. That in Jamaica, do no, no up here. Does that really? No, but that's up here because I was I was basically raised up here. Oh yeah, you. Oh so, but that's not legal there either, is it? So nobody what? does that smoking and drinking. Oh yeah, of course you. It's it's not legal, but you know back then, but people would still do it, you know. But I basically was growing up over here. But one of the things is if if God created it, like not in because not saying that because like there's a lot of bad stuff, but like if God created it, what's the? I mean, like I said, it's just that um, parents are just worrying that. They don't want you to get the wrong kind, okay. and they don't want you to be a you know come yeah, like addicted to it. Yeah. You know what I mean, like that. So it's more off. It goes back to a protection thing. Cause you I know? heard a lot of stories about people putting different stuff. Like oh, that's why, or like, like they'll be like, "Oh, you have to watch them do it." Like they you definitely have to watch them do it. Like I seen a guy in Jamaica where they okay. they put like a lizard tail in his weed and it made him mad like he he's far he's gone there's no saving him he's off of the far end yeah like that that whole that's why i do it by myself i don't really i don't like getting introduced to other people when that's about to happen it's just more by myself i don't really want to get involved with other people when it comes to that and just in general i don't like meeting people in general so i don't like people wow so like let's say how would we like do you think that your relationship with your mom is good yeah, especially on that whole subject, she she just told me that she didn't want to do it and not to do it in her house. And do you think that you could confide in your mom in things uh, like a lot of things? Yeah, it's our relationship is way better than her just saying no. Like she'll tell me if she don't want me to do it, or she'll be like, "Okay, fine, I'll let you," and then that's pretty much it. Okay, do you think that your relationship with your mom is good? Yeah, most of the time. Do you think that you could confide in her? She's iffy, but most of the time, she's a hypocrite. That's where it comes in. She's a hypocrite. She, she literally will be like, yes, you can come talk to us about that. And then when it happens, she literally will do the most. And then it's yes. just like, girl, like, it's something that I need for real, but okay. 
So you think that she'll switch on you, like like bait and switch? Yeah. That's cause trust issue. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that you could confide in your mom? I do. Um, I feel like she'll keep it real with me, even if I don't want to hear it. So I appreciate it. I feel like I'll say thank you in the long run. Right now, it's just like, leave me alone. Like, my mom must tell me, like, when you start having kids, you'll understand yeah. why I'm like that. And I have kids, and I, I, I haven't seen it yet. So maybe along the line, you know, <laughs> someday along the line, we'll be able to see it. So we love moms. Mom, if you're listening, I love you. You know I do deep down underneath <laughs> Penny's toes. <laughs> All right. Do does anybody have any siblings? Yes, I have two. Yeah, I have a couple. I got a couple. Okay, so with sibling, I have one, and he's where he's older than me, but we'll just let that go. So, um, what is it like having siblings? Like for me. I don't have any sisters, so if you have sisters, like, how is it like having sisters versus having brothers? Like, so. I mean, it's good. It's nice. Me and my sister are close. We weren't always close because we're six years apart or, like, five months, five years and some months. So I used to be a snitch low-key. I was in my snitching phase, but now we're close. And she's a girl anyway, so it doesn't matter. But now we're close and it's good. But it's just, like, having sisters, you're always, like, sometimes you're just at neck to neck. You're always just, like... Like, you just have that bickering moment, and it's just like, girl, get on my face. Like, leave me alone. But other than that, it's good. It's it's nice. And that's the same thing with my siblings. I have a lot of step-siblings. Um, we're all close, like, even though I don't see them as often. Like, we be, we're like that family where we don't have to see you all the time, but when we see you, we get lit. Like, that's just the type of family we are. Um, I did find out I do have a new si- sister in the world. She is, like, three days born after me. She's on my birth dad's side. I found this out, and I was just like, okay. We just pop in. We just pop in people now. It's just, like, for me, I guess if she if she finds out about me, I feel like she will. I'm going to feel very horrible because it's like, I don't want to give you the version of dad that I see because maybe he's, he's definitely changing, and he wants to be a better dad for you. So I can't sit there in her face and be like, oh, yeah, our dad's a bitch. Just just putting that out there. I can't do that. It's like if he treats you the way a dad's supposed to treat you, I'm happy for you. But I won't be in that lifestyle of your fantasy. I can't. Right. Do you think that you argue with your sister? I don't. Well, me and my siblings did argue a lot. But now, like me and my, my two little sisters, since they're all going to high school or whatever like they're now understanding why i do the things i do why i want my space why this that they it's like it was a whole when you get older when you're my age you'll understand and they're finally understanding so we don't argue as much they have my bath oh i said bath um back (laughs) and we're like we're good me and my brother it's just how many years apart are you guys me and my brother, I'm 17, he's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. We're six years apart. Okay. And um, I used to have his back a lot. When he wanted to sneak out or whatever, I'd be the one to help him. But Were now. You no, I helped him sneak out. I went with him. Um, 
Yeah, that wasn't me. I was a snitch for the longest time. I was snitched on my cousins. I wouldn't snitch. But I was like five. Like nah, (laughs) I was being a snitch. I was like five. But now it's just like he does his thing. I do my thing. When I need you, I need you. When I don't, just leave me alone. That's the type of relationship we have. So would you say that you're close to him? No. Are you close to your younger sister? No. So neither one of them you're close to? No. I just think we have a good relationship. I wouldn't, like, come to you about my boy problems, or I wouldn't come to you about, like, if I'm feeling like... What's the age difference between you and your sisters? We're three years apart. So I thought you guys would have been more close to each other. We, all, so we, have very, we're, we have very two different mindsets, and we have very two different, like, beliefs and everything. Like, my siblings are still experiencing themselves, whether what gender they like, whatever they like. They're going through that phase, so it's like we don't really talk because I'm like, I'm letting you go through that phase. When you're ready to get out that phase or whatever, you're permanent. This is what I like. This is what I am. We can talk. We can, we can build our relationship. I think that's so, like, I would think that because you guys are so closer in age, like me and my brother are six years apart, and I feel like, with you being so closer in age and you guys are girls and they're twins, that you guys would have, you know... Yeah, better relationship with each other because they're twins. Well, yeah. Okay. So how is that lifestyle being, you know, the sibling to twins? Well, they think we're triplets, so... Oh, damn. People, when we go outside, they think we're triplets. So it's not really... It's kind of like I'm a twin, but it's like I don't got a twin. Like when we're home, they do their thing, I do my thing, but when we're out in public, we're triplets. Right. So, so like... Out in public, you guys are like close. Yeah. Like, but at home, it's like you go in your room and you go in the living room. Damn. <laughs> what about you? Um, I have a sister and a brother, so I get to see both sides. And my sister is like twenty three or twenty two, and my brother is twenty one or twenty two. I think, and. Parents don't have kids like 10 years later. That's no, don't. It's not the move. Anyways, I think it's like eight or something like that. But, um, our relationships are my brother, our whole family is kind of like we're not a normal family, so it's kind of hard to give you my personal opinion because it's different. I mean, but like, because somebody else might be in the same boat as you. My brother doesn't come around unless he really wants something, and that's for anybody in our family. But one thing he does do is text me on my birthday and stuff like that. That's cute. But I've never really got to be around my brother because when we got, like, foster homes, them two got the same foster home, but I was, like, the one that didn't. So they basically... My sister, our relationship, she more of, she actually calls me, but it's only, like, to get on me about stuff. And just, like, I wanted to tell her something, she's like, oh, I don't care. Like, that's why my thing with family is the relationship we have now is going to be the same we're older. I'm not going to want to be around you. I don't have to be around you, so. How old are you guys? Are Like, you guys are how much years apart? Um, I'm 14. It's like eight years, eight years and probably seven for my brother. So we're far in age, so we don't really have nothing to do. I don't really do nothing with them. Do you think that your sister and your brother is more close because they're closer in age? No. No, nobody's really close in our family. Nobody really. And one thing about me is 
I like having conversation. Like, my foster mom, she used to have more conversations with her uh, nephew than she did with me. Right. And that's how my sister is. Like, she'll want to talk to my grandma more than she wants to talk to me. So, I really don't care to talk to any of my family, for real. It's not not that I don't care, but, like, the vibe they give off, why would I try if you're not trying? Right. Which is true. Like, you know, you want to be able to, you know. But do you think that you make yourself more presentable for them to talk to? I try to. Like, I try to start conversations and all that, and it just doesn't work out, so. I mean, I can absolutely agree with you because I would try to talk to my brother or he would try to talk to me, and we don't have the same interests. So it's kind of like, it's like pulling teeth. I don't really care, and he doesn't really care. But then at the same time, like, if we're at odds with our mom, or like you know, dad or stepdad, then you'll start. You'll like I can if me and my mom start arguing, I could call my brother and like you know we could both talk about her, but we can't talk about things that we you know what I mean like that. So we can get on our parents and talk about them, but we can't be you know it's not like we can't, but we just don't have that conversation in general amongst us. So does anybody else feel that way? Like you and your parent, your you and your siblings can agree. When you're mad at your parents versus in general. In general. Um, I don't think so because when my siblings are mad at my parents, I'm chilling with my parents. So it's like you can talk crap, but you know. But okay. if we all get in trouble, I don't mind my business. I go on my phone or I watch TV. I don't be like tripping about it because I know probably the next day or the day after that I'm gonna want to go somewhere. So why would I? Th- so no. like for example, if. Let's say you get in trouble and your mom was like, oh, no, you can't talk to your boyfriend, whatever. And then, like, your siblings get in trouble with your with your mom. Do you guys both gang up on her, per se, and then, like, you know, both talk crap about her? Have you met my mom? No. 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 Oh, yeah. You do. I can say yes. <laughs> me, and my, me and my sister do. Yeah. Like, when we're both mad at my mom, we'd be like, we'd be talking our ish. You tell me our ish. ish. But I mean, with my brothers, no, because they like snitch. They're like three, oh, four, damn. and what one? So like, no, <laughs> no, we don't. But my sister, yes. Well, you could vent to them. They ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Just talk to Gaby. Like, here's here's this. You know, baby. So okay, so I feel as though this was a very interesting topic. Like, we uncover a lot. Um, we got to know each other. Do you got it? We have a dog in the house. Her name is Penny. Penny Proud. You got something to say, Penny? No? Okay. All right. So, I feel as though... Does anybody have any best friends? Yeah. Yes. What about them, though? Like, what are we asking about them? Okay. So, for example, like, I had a best friend. She was my first friend that I had when I came to the States. And somewhere along the line, like, her choice of how she was living, she didn't really agree to it. And we just stopped talking. It's not like we had any argument or fight. She just went cold turkey. She, like, you know, basically just stopped talking to me. And so, like, are you still friends with somebody that you've been friends with for a very long time? Or, like, do you feel as though, like, right now, I don't say, like, I don't have any best friends. I just have friends. I have really good friends, and then I have, you know, acquaintances. But I don't have any best friend, best friend. So if you have a best friend, how long have you guys been best friend? Uh, okay, I'll go first. I have a best friend. Well, I had two. 
but the one I have right now, I have a best friend. We've been best friends maybe since like seventh grade. So we haven't been best friends that long. But it's been like a cool little minute. But I had two. But the other one I've known since like elementary school. But then we like outgrew each other because she's she's just a little too fast for me. She's a little out there, you know. She like she be out there in the streets, and I was just like no. And, and she's like having it. a child. Like she's like it's like she's like the only child. So like when she like doesn't get her way, it's like having a kid. Like I'm not your mom. Like I don't uh-huh. care. Like I'm gonna say no. So like no. So we just, we could just outgrew each other. But other than that, it's it's all good. The one I have right now, she's good. We were friends then too, but yeah. We were like a trio, but now it's just the two of us. Um, I have two. I have a girl best friend. We've been friends for eight years. She gets on my nerves, though. She's the reason why people thought I was a lesbian. <laughs> um, And then I've been best friends with my boy best friend for about, it was about to be five years. Because I dated him, so obviously. We didn't stop being, we never stopped being friends. We just like, when we're in relationships, we take breaks from each other. We try to like limit the amount of stuff that we do we sort of like make everybody feel comfortable in the situation how does that happen a boy best friend because i had a I had a guy best friend and it's really cool but i've never crossed that line like it's never gonna happen mm-hmm. i don't see you in that light we're never gonna cross that light you're just my friend and we don't have to talk to each other like matter of fact we haven't spoken in years but at the time <laughs> It was just like cool, but like once I feel like you start liking me, yeah, we're gonna, you know what? Let's go ahead and end this friendship because. Like different though, because I feel like when everyone's like like a girlfriend and a guy best friend, I feel like they always end up liking each other and like dating at some point, even if it's like before they yeah, dated and then they stop talking or like after the fact they do, and that's not for everybody. But I feel like everyone at some point likes their best friend. Like when I did like see like the other person, so it's just like this weird combo. Like being best friends with them? No. Yeah, like once you guys date, it's not friends no, no not, more. Not me and mine. Like, I get, he, we be roasting each other on, like, the people that we date afterwards. Like, because he's my first love. So, we be roasting people. And we finally decided to just end this chapter and just be best friends. And we did. And I'll be getting on him. I'll be like, yo, girl, look like an anime freak. Just just putting that out there. Like, oh, it's just. Wow. But she's oh. cute. Like, she generally looks like an anime character. Like, she's adorable. <laughs> but, like, we both know deep down. Well, at least he admits it. He said out his own mouth, I think, yesterday. He's not, he does, he didn't say he upgraded and he didn't say he downgraded. He thinks he stayed the same because he knows that she's not ever going to do anything. I can't say better than me, but she's not going to give him what I gave him because the, I think it's well, the, I but think of it like that. I feel like it's two different relationships, two different people. So it's not like he her being better like than that. you, but it's like, she's different, like two different people. So what exactly like, they have, what you have is different. So it shouldn't be compared. Mm-hmm. Especially if you guys dated and you guys are being friends, you shouldn't like think of it as like, oh, this is his new girl. Like this, I, she's not gonna be better than me. That's not how you should think of it. Especially if you're just. Friends. I agree with Malaya. Because that's me and weird. her, we're cool. Like, she, like I think she's really sweet. Like I have this like this guy friend that I have, and like we dated a long time ago. It was like a sixth It was like childish. But oh, we've been best is. friends. Oh. But we've been best friends like all the, like this whole time. Like we're not as close anymore. But we've been best friends this whole time. But now he's like talking to my friend. Like, oh, I that's do. the b- ultimate betrayal. No, oh. that, no, 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 no. That's I betrayal. I don't like him anymore. And, like, the girl, I, she's a really good friend. But we just became friends this year. Like, we just became friends, like, at the literally, like, second semester of, like, my freshman year. So it's not like we've been friends this whole time. Like, when we dated, we were friends. Like, she didn't know. Like, she didn't know we dated. She didn't know none of that. So it wasn't like she, like, just went, like, dated him. Like, they're, like, talking. So I don't care. But it's like, I would never be like, oh, like. But how does that make you feel, though? I don't care. 
But like, would you influence her? If you really don't have no type of feeling towards him anymore, it shouldn't affect the relationship. Yeah. And I don't feel like she's better than me. Or like, she's going to train better than I did. We're not competing or comparing what like our relationship was to theirs. Because first of all, it was literally in sixth grade. Like, I was, I was in sixth grade. <laughs> but that's a good thing, too, that she, um, she mentioned. Like, you can't be able to compare with somebody else because it's two different persons. I, I don't compare the relationship I'm in now with my last one. I think he does because he hasn't been in any other relationship besides me. I've been in other relationships but like he's been like the first person i said i love you too so um i don't compare them i don't see yeah so i don't know i think you shouldn't think about it like that like he or he should think about like that exactly he should and this is why you don't date your best friend and like it wasn't a betrayal or anything because we just became friends like not that long ago a couple months ago and she she literally didn't know so it was like oh soon we have my back and dating him like she like it wasn't none of that i'm like i just don't care anymore so it's not like like now that she does, she know that you guys dated in the past, though. Yeah, I told her because she like told me like they were talking or whatever, and I was like, okay, like I'm letting her know. She didn't think like I'm being like sneaky or anything. Like, right. I'm not telling her, so I told her. And I was, she literally asked me though. She's like, is it okay if we date? Like, because I was like, yeah, I don't really care. Okay. So like, as we before we wrap this up, in a relationship, who usually says "I love you" first? Mm, I'm too stubborn. It just depends on the type of person you are and how you feel about stuff. Current relationship. Who says I love you? First. No, I'm just like every first, first, first. He said it first. He said it first. I'm not in a relationship. The relationship you're in, who said it first? Never. You've never said it to him? No. So you have never said that you love someone? They haven't made you feel like. Did he ever say it? It was like sixth grade, guys. Like, come on now. Oh, that's not how I'm talking about the recent one. The one, the, that, no, was, that was the recent bro. one? He literally, bro, he literally is not nothing. Like, he literally is not ish. I'm pretty sure he's gained everything. Like, he just is a hot mess <laughs> and a dumpster fire. <laughs> everything. Bro, and you don't, you don't live in Iowa, so you don't know. But, like, Dowling kids, he goes to Dowling. It's like oh. a private school. It's like a private school for rich, like, kids. Yeah. Preppy? Yeah. He goes there for football, though. Like, he has, like a, like, a scholarship type thing for football. But, like, he thinks he's top notch because he goes to Dowling with, like, all the private white like, kids. And I'm just, like, you're literally a black person who still stays in the ghetto. You're not rich. You're not another. It's, like, stay on your level, Shirley. Like, you're not. And he just talks too much <laughs> crap. And, like, I just don't mess with Dowling kids. Dowling kids are not the move at all. Never. Definitely not the guy for you. Anybody who feels, though, like, I mean. Like, also, like, he's just a fruit cup. Like, guys nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> guys now. Okay, the only issue with nowadays is, like, people, like. There's nothing wrong with being touched with your feminine side at all. Like, go for it. But people are making it too normal for guys to be fruity. Like, they're making it a little too okay for guys to be, like, a little too fruity yes, and gay. Yes. Like, why are your shorts that seem like this mine? Why are we both wearing... Oh, wait a minute. Malaya's talking on gems here. Like, why can't I see your drawers? Why? Like, no. Why can't I see... I think I was through your, through your shorts. Like, these five-inch teams are not no. cutting it. Like, it's just not it. That's how I wear mine. And then... But he's, like, a little too fruity, Ooh. though. Like, it's, like... It's, like, different. Like, That's like, true. My, like, guys on the low, like... It's just not it. Sorry. That's a true thing because a lot of, and this is the thing now, like a lot of guys, I've seen like this trend on TikTok where they're like hoochie daddies or whatever they call it. Yes. When they're wearing the shorts, that is not cute. Guys, if you are listening. Your knee are below. Like I should not be able to see your draw. You should pretty much have jeans on still. Like, it's just. Like, why are we wearing the same, like, shorts? Like, when I go out in public, why are we why are we wearing the same with shorts? It's not about homophobic. It's just, like, for me, I always say, men should never wear shorts above their knee. Oh, this is what my 
No, you men should never wear shorts above their knee. To for me, that's like it's like. It's not about being homophobic. It's not. It's gay people. Just so you guys know, basketball players. Because I'm a basketball player, I roll up my shorts. It's not to be. There's a difference. But yeah, if you're talking about like my brother, he's he's gay. I know he's gay, so I don't really have a problem with it. But like, it's not for. It wasn't made for you to wear. But like, I don't really say nothing to him because. But like, it's just like the fact that I. It's a boy wearing girl shorts. It's not even like being homophobic or anything like that. I have nothing wrong with gay people. I don't care. You do what you want to do. And if you're gonna be gay, just say that. That's okay. But it's a borderline. You know, you don't know. It's on like if it's on a regular everyday basis and you have shorts up to your butt, like. What are you doing? Like, that's not okay. Like, oh, they should at least be your... I should be, like, your knee. Like, I should not be able to see your butt cheeks and your shorts at the same Hang time. Walking out. That's for guys, though. I mean, like, we all know, like, girls want to wear, you know... And that's another topic. But for guys, we just don't want you to be wearing booty shorts like how we're wearing. You know? Absolutely not. Don't take it too far. Like, I shouldn't be questioning whether you're gay or not. Like, if you're a fruit cup or not. Like, it should not be that borderline that close to where it's like... If you're, con- if you're questioning if he's a fruit cup, he's definitely a fruit. fruit cup. He's a fruit it, cup. He's definitely, you know, and you, sooner than later, you don't want to be like, oh my God, then you have, you know, have to be able to go through that trauma to be able to think that, hey, the entire time that we were talking, did you ever date the same sex? So to avoid that issue, if you're questioning if you're a fruit cup or not, let it go. It's a cup. You know what I mean? It's a. It, it's definitely a cup. So, who said I love you first? My the guy I'm with now. Okay, so guys are really big on saying I love you first. So because well, it depends on who they are. Because like if they want you to feel comfortable, because some boys are good at playing the role to get what they want. But like me, that's I'm I'm good at reading people. Like even when it comes to girls, I'm good at reading people before. That's why. I'm not really friends with girls, and the whole best friend thing, I have a best friend, she's bisexual, so, but, like, she knows her ground with me, like, don't try that. I, right. Yeah. But, it's kind of like having a boy best friend, you know, just don't try it. And so, she, like, I talked to her about a lot of stuff, and he's one of those people, like, I told him first, like, I don't like people knowing our business, so, but, like, I'm just a person where I need to get it off to somebody, so he don't like when I tell her, but, like, I just, like, tell her, because, like, I just need to get off my chest, so. I mean, it's good to be able to have friends that you can vet with as long as they know how to shut their mouth. Well, I've only been friends with her since the school year because she moved in. But, like, we're totally alike. Like, she likes... She wears girly stuff every once in a while. She likes playing football. And, like, I really wanted to play football with her, but she's moving back to Marshalltown. So, or she already did, so... We don't know where that is, but still. It's it's in Iowa, okay. but it's... it's like a small town. Yeah, it's far from the Iowa, center. Like, yeah so but yeah her and then there's another friend i've had for like since elementary and i'm going into ninth grade now and so like she she moved from like oh she moved far out like she moved all the way on the um north side i'm pretty sure it was so i didn't see her for a long time but she came back and it's not like we don't have to talk all the time yeah and that them are the type of friends i like that you don't have to call me every day you don't have to harass me you don't like, yeah, it just, we just have our own time, spend time every once in a while, and mm-hmm. we could be just fine. I like that. So, I feel as though we have really good topics that we spoke about, and, you know, we have, you know, good best friends. Some best friends are a little, ooh, out there, and 
the most important part about it all is to always stay true to yourself and, you know, just live. Like, does anybody have a quote that they live by? If they wanted to, they will. Mm, I had to look at it. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, don't be like the person that says, don't say YOLO because everyone knows YOLO. You know, oh, there's a quote oh, that you live by. That is yours good oh, sometimes. Okay. Mine so is, is some people want it to happen, some people wish it happened, and some people make it happen. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, and that's Michael Jordan because we love basketball, so. Wow. <laughs> Anyone has any advice to give if any teens are listening and um, whether or not, like, you know, either they have, like, you know, like don't worry about what people say do you and when it comes to parents don't be so stubborn even if they are hard on you just try to like and even when they are in the wrong just give them space to learn too because they are learning too just like you so yeah that's true do you guys have anything that you want to be able to say any like she just said a good thing like if you for your parents um for me i think like um you're still young so take your time and learn who you are like don't pretend to be someone you're not because i went down that road and it's not a it's not a pretty road to go down just take your time figure out who you are figure what you want and god will put it everything in its place that's a good one what's the question any advice any advice you want to give any teens listening? I mean, not really. I feel like my life is kind of a hot mess. <laughs> but, like, so teens are just, like, a to uh, prevent them from walking down the same path you're walking down. My path is good. I just live life. I'm a free spirit. I just do what I feel as mm-hmm. I should, you know? Just live your life. Don't let people stop you. Don't let your parents stop you from being great. That's my advice. That's it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hope you've resonated um, with some things that, you know, we mentioned, we talk about. And as always, if you have any feedback, more than welcome. You know, I always have all the good juice, all the good podcasts. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. All right. Thank you. Well, what did you think about today's episode? Like always, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your feedback. You're welcome to share them on our website, poshpearlspa.org. Or follow me on social media and send me a direct message, poshpearlspa. Or email me, poshpearlspa at yahoo.com. As mentioned, I so appreciate you guys for listening. Stay tuned to the next episode. Until then, have a good one.